Plink. Plink. Let's do it. The vapors. The, she fucking said the vapors, y'all. Oh, God. Ooh. Sounds great. All right, babe. Let's get this going. Let's get this a going. Disclaimer. No real names are used in the filming of this podcast. No students or teachers were harmed either, although a few brain cells might be lost in the filming process. This is your host, Bates, and welcome to Quarantine Teaching, a podcast where I get teachers drunk and talk about teaching during quarantine. Today, we have Miss Nye with us. How are you doing today, Miss Nye? Hello, it is me. How are you, Bates? I am swell. Miss Nye, where are you coming from? I am coming from another state, not where you are. Um, so I have, a, a, you know, a little different perspective and hoping to be able to share that today. Yes, we are not in the same county teaching. Uh, we are not even in the same state teaching. And yes. we are currently on FaceTime to get this recording. So if you hear some weird noises, just you didn't. Pretend like you didn't. <laughs> just blame yes, the technology. No, I... So, Miss <clears throat> Nye, on, when, did, when did your state shut down and what happened when it shut down? Tell me your, like, quarantine story. All right, babes. So here's what happened. It's the week of March, what, 11th? Because the 13th was that Friday. That was the Friday the 13th mm-hmm. of all Friday the 13th. Of all Friday the 13th. Of all Friday the 13th. So here's what happened. Thursday the 12th. Mm-hmm. We are all teaching. Now, I teach kindergarten, which is a little bit different. I know that you teach a little bit higher. Some of your guests have teached a little bit higher elementary. Um, kindergarten's a little bit different. For, for about a week earlier, I've had to turn kids away because they wore a mask to school. Now, it seems a little different because now you need your kids to wear masks. I didn't but know that. In March, you know, early March, as soon as a kid wears a mask, it's like, oh, my God, could they have the COVID? Could they do? Like, and we just had to immediately bring them to the nurse's office because mm-hmm. it was like, let, let it be known that, uh, I mean, I know this happens in upper grades, but parents will Tylenol the shit up their kids and mm-hmm. send them to school so they don't oh, have a yeah. fever. Oh, yeah. 100%. So we are like, okay, you're, you know, you're an issue. We're going to bring you to the straight to the nurse. Anyway, um, so let's just talk about, you know, the Thursday. So the Thursday, we're, we're going and... Um, I, I'm in kindergarten, so I have an instructional assistant, and we haven't really told my kids much about what's going on, um, just because they're so young. Um, it's a little bit hard to explain um, what's going on, so we just really emphasize, like, you know, like, oh, don't pick your nose, wash your hands after you go to the bathroom, those kind of things, mm-hmm. um, and so... I get pulled over by my IA and she's like, we're in a pandemic. And I was like, what does that mean? She's like, it's officially listed as a pandemic. And this was March 12th. This was like March 12th. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, okay, oh shit, this is not good. So we're like, all right, well, let's just prepare and see if we can prepare for the two weeks we may or may not be off. 
So we're thinking, okay, it's going to be two weeks. It's going to be no big deal. So you were like, like this is only going to last for two weeks. That's what you thought. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. At the time, it, at the time, it was of course, like, okay, at the time, we'll but... two weeks. And and let me tell you where I am. We didn't get any snow days this year, so all the teachers were like, "Oh, two weeks off for a pandemic? That COVID two weeks? That sounds awesome. That sounds Let's beautiful." Because beautiful. your so tell so when your school called it, that when did they do that? On Thursday or Friday? So that's where it gets a little bit fishy. So my instructional assistant and I were struggling to get like packets home, these things home, so that the kids do go home for at this point, we think maybe a couple of days and it's right before spring break. So we're like maybe a week, at least they have something to work on. So we're struggling that Thursday. And my admin calls anybody who wants to come into a meeting after school on Thursday and my admin's awesome I'll just say like very upfront very what they're doing and so like I go to this meeting and I'm like what's going on and um he's like you know I would just prepare to take what you can tonight Thursday night Thursday night take what you can tonight because even us meeting in this library right now for optional staff and maybe, you know, 20 or so people could be pushing the line right now. So it's not official, but my gut feeling is take what you can, go home, and we'll see what happens tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we all grab our stuff, we get ready to go, and we're trying to do what we can, and... um, There's a press conference at five o'clock and at five o'clock our superintendent says that we're full strong going to go to school the next day. Okay. On Friday. And all, you know, we're all like, okay, you know, it's not the best idea. You know, we got to do what we're told. (laughs) And, um, so and then at like 1130 PM, PM, mm-hmm. which if you're getting a message from your superintendent at 11.30 p.m., it's probably not... It's it's not like a casual call. It's, it's not the best thing. It's until, not a y'all are doing a great job phone call. Yeah, it's mm. not great. And it's so not great. It's not great. And so basically what was said was they said we will be taking tomorrow off so friday the 13th wow we were told we're gonna take tomorrow off and we're gonna take this and then we're also gonna make monday a staff work day so we can prepare for possible distant learning but they didn't make the call like there was not an official shutdown oh, no it was okay. like kids aren't gonna come monday or uh, our kids aren't gonna come friday and then kids won't come monday but teachers will so we can figure out how this is gonna work mm-hmm. now that that didn't end up happening because saturday night they're like okay this shit is serious we're going to go ahead and teachers aren't coming in on Monday. And I think they closed the school for about 10 days at that point. Okay, so let me get this straight. Thursday night, you're like, frick. Your principal says, I have a gut feeling, take your shit home with you. The superintendent at 5 p.m. then says, fuck that. 
you're coming in. You send your kids in tomorrow. And then he gets so many complaints, or they get so many complaints, that at midnight on Thursday night, he calls everyone. He's like, JK, JK, uh, don't show up. Don't show up tomorrow. No children, but Monday staff meeting. And then all of that's nixed because on Saturday, our superintendent homie then calls out and says uh, everything. So like schools, instruction, everything is shut down for 10 days or what's the extent of what was shut down? So I believe if I remember correctly, it was we need some time to assess this situation. Okay. So we didn't end up meeting that Monday. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and because it was like, basically the email was like, we're going to be off until end of March. We being children, adults, who's we? The the county, the county. The the whole whole, county shuts down. The staff doesn't come in. Yeah. The staff doesn't come in. The, the kids don't come in. That is fascinating. That's a a huge juxtaposition. If you think back on what my county called and the story that our listeners have already heard is that. Our county said Sunday night on the 15th, uh, no, no children, no nothing, but staff still needs to be in Monday and remote learning will start Thursday. There was no breather room, nothing, but your county said 10 days radio silence. And I will tell you, so it was honestly beneficial because so many things were unknown and, you know, we had no idea how to teach online. And at this point, Not that nobody anyone did. did. I'm, you know, what have you. But we, my, my county took an approach that was, let's train our teachers, let's train our staff. And then we didn't start distant learning until about two, two weeks later. We didn't start distant learning until like the second week of April. Wow. And so we had, to be fair, our spring break was in that, in that time. So when they were like, okay, you're taking this week off back in March, you know, March, whatever, 15th or whatever, take this week off, then the next week's spring break. After spring break, we'll kind of see where we're at. Now, once that happened, it was, okay, it's still like trying to figure this out. But the big thing about my county is they didn't call the students back in too soon and I really I really appreciated that as a teacher and I think the parents and the families really appreciated that because we were all just trying to figure out what the hell was going on so there was no distance learning until the second week of April from your county yeah okay that's correct now what was expected of you in those three weeks did were you expected to be on every day were you expected to be in constant communication with your principal what was what was your side of that Yeah, so for the first two weeks, like I said, that first week was kind of a wash week, that 15th to whatever week, Mm -hmm. that was kind of a wash week, and then it was our spring break. So for the first, you know, week where they're like, okay, these kids are going to have off, and then it's going to be spring break, it was like a two-week period where they're like, we're going to feel these two weeks out, and we'll let you know. Now, tell me about what you did, like personally, not as a teacher, but like, You're told we're shutting down, spring break, blah, blah. What do you do next? So personally, in my personal life, I was supposed to either have, so spring break is like a week away. 
the secondary action, the secondary plan of action was my sister was going to plan to visit where I live now. Mm -hmm. When everything got a little crazy, it was like, my family was like, well, hey, why don't you just come home for a week? And you do not live in the same place your parents do. They live in a different state. No, they live in a a completely different state. Okay, so they said, come come to me. Yeah, and my sister lives with my parents right now because she's going to school. Right, okay. So she's living with my parents. So three out of the four members of the family are in this state, and I'm where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, just come home Mm -hmm. because my dad's birthday is the 20th, my sister's birthday is the 28th. And it's like, well, you may as well be home, right? And so I go home, and I'm thinking I'm going to spend at most 10 days there because right. until this shit is my over county, yeah my county has told me that we could go back to work as soon as the end of march pour it up Bates. uh where up. are you in terms of drink i haven't seen you lift one um i've been okay so just so the the viewers or the, the listeners the listeners. Know, <laughs> the listeners know i had about Two heavy mimosas before we started. Uh, I also, for the listeners' benefit, uh, we started, our plan was to get together at 11. We got together, at, so that is when uh, Miss Nye started drinking. I was running late. Oh, no, Miss Nye started drinking at 9 a.m. This First morning. off, I'm proud of her. I just want to clarify that. Second off, this isn't called <laughs> a sober quarantine teaching. So, your parents say, come on home, because your sister's there. And you're my like 10 there. days, 10 days max, maximum, because my county has said post spring break, we are expected to do X, Y, and Z. So I got to come back down here. So after spring break, it's like, all right, stay tuned because something's going to happen. And okay. we're like, okay. So I'm like, I'll go home for 10 days because it's my dad and my sister's birthday within mm-hmm. those 10 days. Mm-hmm. So of course I'll go in those 10 days. And so I go home for those 10 days about day eight. We have a staff meeting. Virtual. And it's virtual. Got it. Of course. And it's our first virtual. My specific county uses a video chat format that is more secure mm-hmm. than possibly other counties mm-hmm. or whatever you might have heard. And so we are called into this meeting mm-hmm. and just staff. Mm-hmm. Um, um, students are still off not knowing what the hell is going on. And... Um, we are basically told that this is probably going to last longer than we think. Because at this point, we're thinking it's two weeks. We're thinking it's the week before spring break, spring break. That's the two-week quarantine period that we had heard at that point we needed. And then we could go back afterwards. I then learned that it's not going to be that way. And I, I mean... If you want the long story short, I ended up staying at my parents' place for five months, which was hard. Can I just say? I I packed a suitcase for 10 days, and I ended up being there for five months. But it's fine. We're moving forward. I'm thankful for the time. But by God. By God, five months. But by God, five months in Ohio. In Five months in my parents' house yeah. was taxing. Taxing. 
And I was like, don't worry, guys, I'll be back in, you know, a week, or I'll be back in, you know, a couple days. And then the problem was, even when I was at home with my parents, I was like, oh, I'll be back at the end of April. It's like, oh, yeah, I can handle that. Oh, I'll be back at the end of June when school's over. I can handle that. And then it was like, oh, you guys want to hang out with me over the summer? Okay, I'll be back 4th of July. And it was like, oh, my God. I finally got back to where I currently live August 1st. Wow. So I was there from, like, March 17th. It was St. Patrick's Day to August 1st. Shit. Let's take another shot. Oh, God, yep. another shot. Mm-hmm. Jeez Louise, Bates. Yeah. I'm okay. excited. You ready? Are you ready? Clink. Clink. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck. Jeez, it's not even, it's, it's not like good. noon. God damn, We've taken multiple shots. <laughs> oh. What are you? What are? What is your shot of choice? Uh, right now, Ooh. I have vodka and white rum in my freezer, and it's only because Bates and all of our other friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys brought this whenever you came to visit, and it's just been chilling in my fridge. That's fucking hilarious. It's been there for that or long. Like, so, on a scale of one to ten, how you feeling? My dog's <laughs> actively licking my face. Now I have a headache. It's not even 1 p.m. So 10 out of 10. (laughs) Honestly, I'm feeling strong at a 7.5. I'll take it. I've I've missed day drinking. I feel like since I've been a teacher, it's been harder to day drink. Well, that does put the children at risk. (laughs) You know, it does. And so, like, um, no, it definitely does put the children at risk. And um, so I don't do that. Let's talk about our history. So we know each other from... College. Bates and I went to college. Yes. We went to college together. Yes. We were in the same teaching program together. Yes. Did we student teach in the same school right down the hall? F yes. Yes. Now, did I go to a different state to teach? Yes. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Did it pay significantly more? Yes. This bitch, like the cost of living, didn't also quadruple. Like, yeah, okay, she makes three times what I do, but her apartment's three times what I pay, so. No, okay, all that's true, but let's move on. She said all that's true, but let's move on. Okay, so how long have you been teaching kindergarten for? I have been teaching kindergarten for two years, going on my third year it's crazy it feels like of course it feels like I'm still new Mm -hmm. but it feels like and I don't know if this is how you feel Bates but like I finally feel like I kind of have some like confidence in what I'm doing Mm -hmm. I kind of have some like strength in what I'm doing like I'm not just like you know what you're teaching yeah, I'm not just, like, the naive newbie that knows nothing. Mm-hmm. And, like, let me just be clear to all the listeners. Uh, my student teaching experience was in third grade. I did nothing in the realms of kindergarten, but I always wanted to be a kindergarten teacher. I was lucky enough to get a kindergarten job 
but I knew nothing about kindergarten. So personally, my, you know, beginning of kindergarten years were a little bit tricky, but it finally felt like as soon as this freaking pandemic started, I felt like I was finally getting a hold of everything. So back in March, you had been teaching for, let's say, 18 months. At most. Yeah, like you, we had class. not even completed our second year yet. Uh, oh, yeah. So, again, baby infant level teachers. Baby teachers. With no... We had experience, but, like, what's one year compared to 25? You know what I'm saying? Like, that is a exactly. whole different realm. So, we have barely any anything under our belt. And they say, you know what? You know what, Miss Nye? Um, do me a favor. Take the little bit that you know... And put it online. And just do that for us. So how did that work for you? How did your instruction transfer to online? So I I have to figure out how to work online. Now, I don't want to get too much into co-worker drama. But I will say that has been the hardest part of quarantine teaching for me (laughs) is dealing with co-workers rather than with my students so like the red tape and the politics versus the actual teaching yes and you know trying to be as like you know as a new teacher you come in with new ideas right some some of them might be good some of them might not be so good that that's what a new teacher is but when you have seasoned teachers on your team, mm-hmm. it can be a little bit harder to make your ideas a reality. Mm-hmm. And so when I started teaching back in April, because we didn't start teaching until mid-April, I think, yeah. because they spent about two weeks getting us ready um, to getting us ready to to teach um, distant learning. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna you know it, they did a really good job of getting us ready. Uh, were we ready? No. Could we be ready? No. But you know we took the time to try to be ready. So well, fuck. What was I? <laughs> <laughs> I was so the question is. How did you transfer your teaching online? What was your day-to-day instruction like? So, the kindergarten team in my school thought it would be best if we talked live for one hour a day as a team. So, 90 kindergartners came in from whatever, 11 to 12, every day, Monday through Friday, and then decided to listen to not only three kindergarten teachers, but IAs, different people. So, like, there were, like, up to 16 teachers part of this hour of instruction that was supposedly thought to help our students. So you did one hour of live teaching, but it was every kindergartner and every kindergarten teacher all in one meeting session. Yes. Okay. And I will tell you, it felt a little rough. 
So we had one hour of live instruction mm -hmm. as an entire team, and then we had one hour of office hour, mm -hmm. which was just my class, and we, you know, for kindergartners, it doesn't make as much sense to have an office hour, so we just made it entertaining, whether we were teaching or whether we were having the kids share, whatever it was, you know, and could be. So now it comes to the time where I ask you the question I ask all of my guests. What is your best Korean teaching story? So my county started with distance learning maybe a week and a half into April. So we had two to three weeks to really study and get to know, you know, how to do distance learning, right. how to make it the most beneficial for our students, how to make it, you know, engaging and what we have here and all of these things. Um, so we had two weeks of that prep and then we started and it was the first day of distant learning. And in kindergarten, personally, my class didn't have that many problems. Now, however, this is like a... This is like a Monday, okay? Monday night, 11.30, another email from my superintendent. Here, 11.30 the night before, we're having a snow day the next Tuesday. Like, the next day, we're having a snow day. We're not, we're not coming back to, to distant learning. And so... I'm trying to figure out what, what the hell what happened. What the fuck because, happened, like, yeah. Yeah, this is what I was told. So apparently, in the district, so we had our first day of distant learning, and we were giving out guest links, which a guest link can be accessed by anybody who receives the guest link. So whether that is the student, the student's parent, or the student's, like, weird uncle or whatever, like, anybody who gets that guest link can then enter your session. So, apparently, and like I said, this wasn't in my classroom, but a first grade classroom in my county was all, all meeting together. They were all meeting as a group. The entire first grade is in one session. And... Technology can be frustrating. I know that as an adult, and um, they're trying to teach first grade, and all of a sudden, through the entire first grade, we hear a mother say, what the shit? How the fuck do I do this? What is going on? And that is the microphone on. And the entire... So this mama just says, what the shit? <laughs> what the shit? Like, and the entire grade is present for it. And here's the here's the double entendre of the whole thing. With, like, kindergarten, first, second graders, these kids don't have computer skills. So their parents are sitting right next to the screen. Oh. And so they hear this cussing, and they hear these swearings. And, of course, complaints go in, as they should. And so that Monday night, 
we get the notification that we have a snow day or a day off the next day because they have to figure out how to make our platform more secure. One parent managed to shut down your entire district for a whole oh, day. Yeah. So we have heard the absolute highs and the lows of teaching virtually in the kindergarten world. Thank you so much for joining me today. This has been Quarantine Teaching with your host Bates and our guest today, Miss Nye. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, cheers.